Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. That worked? I swear I clicked that. Nope. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Panic Room in an undisclosed location, it's Texas Football Today, a show that's technically just mwah. Chef's kiss. My name's Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on the Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice either way thank you for doing your part support your local mediocre internet show i'm sitting here sitting over there in her bunker is the duchess of the dorks it's ashley pickle hello ashley howdy how you doing how are you good dude we're close close. we're close to magazine um the magazine will be sent to press uh in about 52 hours um, we are sending the magazine to press about four o'clock on uh, Friday. And I don't know what I'm going to do. Normally I have like a really good routine of like, we'll have scotch and ice cream. I will take a day off and I'll go see a movie by myself. I can't do any of those things. Um, yeah. I still drink scotch. I can still eat ice cream, but like, I can't have a communal aspect. We should maybe, maybe if y'all want to come over and stand in my driveway. Oh yeah. We can um, have a little social distancing. Little driveway. Maybe yeah, we can. I'll, I'll run that by the team. See if they have any interest in that. They may be like, no. Oh, I'm sure. Knowing those guys, no. <laughs> They're going to yeah. say. Well, you can come over. No. You can have yeah. <laughs> Today is Wednesday, May 27th, 2020. 183 days till Thanksgiving. Episode 974, 974. This is the Justin Smoke episode. On today's show, Friends. We are going to have this week in recruiting with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Talked about the latest and greatest, including I asked him at the very end, and, and stick around for this. I asked him about like the recruiting side of the new workouts mm-hmm. and like what recruiting experts and analysts and recruiters are going to be looking for uh, with what is going to be very different workouts coming mm-hmm. in, starting on June 8th. Uh, so we'll get into that. In the back half of the show this morning, I had a great, a great conversation with the head coach, at Elysian, I'm sorry, not Elysian Fields, that's in their district, at Hughes Springs. Uh, it is, uh, we'll hear from Coach uh, Chris Edwards, uh, talked about his new district with Elysian Fields, as well as, um, you know, running the slot T, in which he tells me it is not three yards in a cloud of dust. And he will explain to me why I am wrong. Great conversation with Coach Edwards coming up here at the back half of the show. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Josh Chapa, um, Ed, Tony, and Trisha Pickle. Welcome in, guys. Fellas and lady fellas. 
fellas and lady fellas. There's got to be a better way of saying that. No. Um, That's the best okay. way. <laughs> you nailed it. Uh, a little bit early. Oh, um, today, by the way, Texas, go to texasfootball.com slash insider and become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. There's a new, uh, you'll see a new um, interface. I'm going to pull it up myself. You'll see a new interface. We have a new subscription, like, package, okay? So here's the way it works, okay? The way it works, uh, we've got three now three different packages. We've got the print only. So if you just want the magazines, you can just buy the two magazines. Subscribe that way. We have the digital only. So if you just want the online stuff, you can do that. And we also have the, uh, the combo, the combo platter. You get the, uh, you get the enchiladas in, you get the tacos. Um, if you want that one, you do, we, we give you a, a price break. It is, it is better for it more. You get more for your dollar if you do both. But if you want to get the 2020 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas football mailed to you before it hits newsstands, or you just love our online content and you just want to support that. If you just want to support the brand, texasfootball.com. Uh, I think it's sexfootball.com.com insider still. Let me see. Yes. I didn't try that. It should be. insider. No, it's not. Don't go there. Just go to texasfootball.com. There's a button in the top left that says subscribe now. Um, go there. It also We've also made it a lot easier. This is we've, we've made a couple of fixes to the site because uh, we, we, this is stuff that y'all have asked for. There are people who've said, hey, I just want to subscribe to the digital stuff or, oh, I just want to subscribe to, for the magazines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we wanted to split that up and give you guys that option. We also, uh, we, we know that in the past, on the past site, it had been a little bit difficult to give a subscription as a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, we have made that a lot easier. So it's for so Father's much Day, mm-hmm. Father's Day coming, coming up. Come to Dave Campbell's Six Football Insider. Get them to get the gift of football at sexfootball.com, uh, and then click on the subscribe now button in the top left. Uh, I will get a link, like a direct link, and I'll be able to tell you what that is. But um, yeah, for now, I, I don't it have it because we same, just launched it yesterday. But yeah, working out the kinks. <laughs> Yes. Anyway, become a Dave Campbell Six Football Insider today. A little bit earlier today, we had a great conversation with the uh, with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete, uh, our recruiting analyst here at TexasFootball.com. Uh, talked about all things recruiting across state. Here is this week in recruiting with Greg Powers in Texas Football today. Tepper, that's Greg Powers, and this is this week in recruiting. First take too. Uh, Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Don't worry, we didn't cut out two or three episodes of me pointing the wrong way. Greg Powers, a next level athlete, uh, our recruiting analyst. Follow him on Twitter at Chief Power Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at Next Level D1. Powers, you're looking good. You're looking healthy. Wow. You look, uh, you look, you look ready for football. I am ready for football. At least we're going to get some football uh, beginning in June. So um, we're starting to peel back the cover, I guess, a little bit on. Getting kids involved in practices and events uh, surrounded by football. Hey, there was even a couple of seven on sevens that popped up this week to talk about. Amazing. So yeah. let's uh, let's get to your uh, this week in recruiting. You can find the TexasFootball.com. A lot to get to. We're gonna start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise. We're going to McKinney, to McKinney North specifically. Twenty twenty one wide receiver JJ Henry. Uh, has had a couple of really nice offers come his way. Uh, an out-of-state offer from Utah, uh, but two big-time in-state offers from Texas 
and A&M uh, for the McKinney North product uh, out of 2021, uh, J.J. Henry. And this only feels like he's only going to get hotter, right? Is it fair to call him a prospect on the rise when he already had offers from Baylor, SMU, TCU, Florida State, Ole Miss, et cetera? I mean, this guy is probably now considered to be, I would say, if not the top, one of the top uncommitted slot-style wide receivers in the state of Texas uh, now that JoJo Earl is off the board and committed to LSU, there are going to be a lot of people who are hot and heavy over J.J. Henry because of the separation and, and mismatches uh, he causes out of the slot. You know, he's really fast. He, he gets a good separation. He gets open easily, and he has the speed to uh, take those underneath routes, uh, bubble screens, um, screen passes, and turn them into big plays. Uh, just, just a very exciting ball of electricity on the field. He was one of the top standouts at the Next Level Athlete uh, Texas Top 100 Showcase in Dallas back in January as well. Yeah, he, he's got quick feet. You can certainly see that. You can see the, uh, what makes him a dangerous uh, slot receiver and in uh, what is kind of shaping up to be a pretty pretty deep wide receiver class in 2021. We're going we're gonna to talk a little bit more about that wide receiver class coming up here in just a little bit. Let's get to our commit of the week. Our commit of the week, we had a lot of different places we could have gone. Uh, and, and I know that it was a big week for commitments across the state of Texas, but we're going to focus down the Houston area on New Caney's uh, 2021 athlete, uh, CJ Sanders. His name is Kale, but he goes by CJ. Uh, and he pulled the trigger heading to the American Athletic Conference for UCF. You know, UCF, uh, not a program that dips into Texas all that much, but this feels like they, they came in and went fishing and came up with a big one here. Uh, to bring in New Caney's uh, C.J. Sanders, this feels like a really nice get for the Knights. I agree with you 100%. I really like uh, Sanders' tape. He's the highest-rated uh, commitment from the state of Texas this week, checking in at number 87 in the DCTF Hot 100. Um, he's one of those guys who has really starred on both sides of the football at New Caney, but I think that he projects as a defensive back at the next level, and so we're taking a look here predominantly at his defensive highlights. And you can see that he closes ground quickly. He hits like a safety. He's playing some corner and has that type of skill. I think he's a perfect fit as a nickelback in college. He's one of those guys who can really uh, bring a well-blended skill set to the, to the defensive side of the football. You can even see him here rushing the passer a little bit. Um, so he really brings a lot of, of skills to the table and is one of those new age style of defenders who will knock your head off, but can also cover you when you're running down the field uh, on a route. So I really like to pick up here for UCF. I would say that this is a steal as, as Sanders was a one time Texas Tech commit and does have P5 ability. Well, and here's a guy who's now going to be playing for uh, for Travis Reeve, the former Quero coach takes over at New Caney. And, and he's a guy who, who makes, it, uh, his, it makes plays all over the field. Obviously, very physical safety there uh, on defense, but, uh, you know, and, and teaming up with another big-time playmaker in Derek Harris, a linebacker there. But the other thing is that, I mean, this is a guy who ran for more than 1,000 yards last year. I mean, the versatility here, uh, and I think he had three receiving touchdowns. This is a guy who can make plays all over the field. And, and, but I, I do think you're right. And when you look at the frame, right, listed at about six foot, 185 pounds, uh, bulk him up to about 200 or so. And you're talking about a really dangerous kind of, I think, third safety that you could see on the field. Even watching his film, the thing that, that I think strikes you is, is well, the thing that strikes you is how he strikes you. I mean, he's a guy 
who who lays the wood and arrives at the football with bad intentions. And, and that's something that, especially there in the AAC, I feel like is, is certainly going to uh, convert to the next level. Yeah, I always put them into uh, two categories. Can they play or can they not play? And Kale Sanders is one of those guys that you always say to coaches, he can play. <laughs> that's why he's uh, that's why he's Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete, our big time recruiting analyst here on Texas football. Today, get involved in the conversation. <laughs> hashtag TF today. Let's get to our underclassmen of the week. Our underclassmen of the week. We're staying in the Houston area. Going to go to Humble Summer Creek. Talk about their junior offensive tackle, Kelvin Banks. Uh, this is a a name to know. And if you don't believe me, ask Ed Orgeron over at LSU. He's got an offer from LSU. Uh, or or ask. Uh, Who's, is it Mario Cristobal at, o, at Oregon? Is that right? Yeah, I think you're right. He's also committed to yeah, Oklahoma State, it. so you can ask Coach Gundy, too. Uh, yeah, ask, uh, ask Coach Gundy. This is a guy in Kelvin Banks as a junior, a name to know uh, there uh, in, in the Houston area and what is, I think, shaping up to be a really impressive 2022 offensive line class. Yeah, no doubt. And I throw it back to some of the time that we spent uh, – Ashley Pickle, myself, William Wilkerson at the Next Level Athlete Texas Top 100 down in Houston uh, back the second week of January where we really got a chance to see Kelvin Banks up close and personal. And I think that you could kind of predict uh, this type of rise for him back when seeing him go through drills. He was the O-line MVP uh, award winner at that camp, and he looked the part. I mean, it was actually a surprise. I think he probably had – seven or eight offers at that time. He was already verbally committed to Oklahoma State, so he wasn't Power 5 commitment, but he was one of these guys when you look at him and you're like, well, how does he not have 30 scholarship offers? Uh, One, he's long and and lean um, and can play offensive tackle, but he also has the weight and size in his lower body to potentially play inside uh, at the next level as well, so he's very versatile up front, and I think that's why you're going to start to see his recruitment spike um, when the national champions come calling, that that's a huge um, indicator that there are going to be a lot more programs also uh, close behind the Tigers, uh, extending offers. As a matter of fact, Oregon wasted very little time at all after LSU offered to try to get in the game there as well, to try to start to work and chip away at the current lead that Oklahoma State has as he, as he has made a non-binding, I'll point that out, a non-binding verbal commitment uh, to play for the Cowboys in the Big 12 at this time. Also has offers from Texas and a few other top-tier schools out there are, are hot on his trail as well. So uh, Texas Tech, Utah, Arizona State, Florida State, uh, USC has already extended him an offer. So there, there are going to be a lot of schools coming after him, and he'll have 30 offers before it's said and done. He's a name to know there. Humble Summer Creek 2022 Kel- uh, offensive tackle, uh, Kelvin Banks. Let's wrap it all up. I promise you more wide receiver talk. Let's get to our recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week. Okay. So right now, I'll be honest, we're recording this on Wednesday morning on May 27th. We are uh, two and a half days away from sending the 2020 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas football to print. And a guy whose name will appear more than once in the magazine is Flower Mount Marcus wide receiver, J. Michael Sturdivant. And the reason I know that is because his first name, I have had to look up like six times on how to spell it. It's J period Michael, not an apostrophe and no space. It's J Michael Sturdivant, the Flower Mount 2021 wide receiver. Um, it's a little confusing, but I think we got it right. 
Uh, his top, his name is top four uh, for for his uh, recruiting services, uh, all out of state, uh, and some heavy hitters here: LSU, Oklahoma, Cal, and UCLA uh, for the Marauder wide receiver. Yeah, and he has a teammate, Garrett Nussmeyer, who's already made a verbal commitment, his quarterback, to play at LSU. So that may be a school to watch really closely in, in this race. But Oklahoma, I think, is another program um, that, that has done really well um, with wide receivers in his mold. These bigger, longer uh, wide receivers seem to be the type of guys that Oklahoma has uh, used in their offense quite predominantly in recent years. Um, you can look at CeeDee Lamb. Um, and you can also look at the, the most recent signings that they've had with a guy like Theo Weiss. J. Michael Sertivan is in that um, same category, that type of receiver. He's the number six rated wide receiver currently in the DCTF Hot 100, checking in at number 26 overall. And you kind of touched on it earlier when we were talking about the deep class of wide receivers in the state of Texas. It's a really, really good group. Uh, at wide receiver this year because you're talking about, uh, I think we have, I mean, just 18. There's 18 wide receivers wow. in the top 100. So almost one-fifth of that list is uh, wide receivers. So it's a very talented group, and J. Michael Sturdivant is one of the best. I'm keeping a really close eye on those West Coast schools. I have to tell you, the one surprise, you know, it's a top four, so it's a little easier to talk about all four programs versus a top 12. The one surprise to me that was omitted was Stanford. I really thought Stanford had a had a great shot at J. Michael Sturdivant. He's told me in the past that he has an affinity for the West Coast. Cal was one of the schools he uh, visited early on, and he had mentioned that Stanford was one of those offers that he was seeking. So I, I was really surprised the Cardinal didn't make the cut. Um, but now maybe his recruitment has transcended into that upper echelon of schools where he's looking more at schools like LSU and Oklahoma, those schools who are in the national championship hunt year in and year out. Greg Powers, the next all athlete. One more question for you, Powers, and I'm going to spring this on you and, and it's as uh, and just you know get you to riff a little bit. But uh, I, I don't think I've gotten to talk to you since the UIL released their guidelines for the strength and conditioning uh, that's going to start here on June 8th. Um, when you take a look at that, obviously they're 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 saying like no seven on seven. There's going to they they want you to keep social distance and things like that. And so it seems like this is going to be a lot of, you know, guys going out there and more or less just kind of working out together. You know, it, it kind of sounds, they might be throwing a football around a little bit, but uh, it sounds like it's just going to be a lot of, a lot of working out together from a recruiting perspective. Um, what, if, and when you get, you go out to these workouts, at these high schools, um, is there something for you to be gained? Is there something for you to see uh, there whenever you go out to, to, to these, these strength and conditioning workouts? Certainly. I think that there is some value. A, a lot of the evaluation period for the colleges is just having the opportunity to see guys move around. I mean, at practice, um, bear in mind that our small schools in Texas, they don't really have spring football anyway. So when colleges go by and look at the kids in those programs, they're not watching them practice and compete. They're just trying to get a chance to assess the strides that they've made in the offseason, what their bodies look like and how they move to verify what they've been able to see on tape um, that they should offer those kids or not offer them or not honor an offer that they've already extended. That's really what the evaluation mm. period is about for colleges. So I do think it's very important um, for colleges to have a chance to look at these guys. Now the evaluation period has not been reintroduced 
for this same time frame yet. So this is just about high school workouts. And I do think there is an opportunity for high school coaches to potentially get their kids back into the program, provide some film, some live film of these guys um, working out and um, getting that in front of colleges and all the high schools now that use the next level athlete prospect portal has the opportunity to upload that film. And there's well over uh, 200 high schools now using it in the state of Texas. So that will give them a platform to market some of these guys who are coming back into the workouts and give the colleges a chance to see them. He's Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at G Powers Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at Next Level D1 Powers. Uh, I'm going to put a calendar reminder in my Palm Pilot right now to do this again next week. Let's do it. There he is, Greg Powers, the Next Level Athlete, our recruiting analyst, joins us every Wednesday here on Texas Football Today. Appreciate his time a little bit earlier today. By the way, I think today's episode 974. Hmm. Is it? Let's take a Let me check. Let me go to the podcasts. Nope. Um, no, 64. I'm wrong. It's nine sixty four. I jumped brand. ten spots in the in the in the podcast for some reason. I went from nine fifty six to nine sixty seven. You're really itching in for my that face. One thousand. In my face. I just want to hurry up and get there. <laughs> anyway, that's my bad. Uh, so anyway, appreciate uh, Greg Powers for being with us. We're Texas Football today, and we're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football on Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com. So last fall, we partnered with Suddenlink to spotlight some of the special community connectors in our state and came away with several memorable stories about teams and individuals who are making a true difference in their hometowns. Along with the way, uh, along the way, we heard plenty of great things about Suddenlink service and its people. Now Suddenlink has quite the offer to our fans in these uncertain times. Suddenlink's Altus Mobile is rolling back the price to 20 bucks for a limited time only, keeping you connected with unlimited data, talk, and text on a nationwide network with 99% coverage. So that's the Altus Mobile, Suddenlink Altus Mobile, rolling back their price to 20 bucks uh, for a limited time only, keeping you and your family connected with unlimited data, talk, and text on a nationwide network with 99% coverage. For more information, visit suddenlink.com. Earlier today, I got to catch up with the head coach of the Hughes Springs Mustangs, Coach Chris Edwards. Really hope you cut off the beginning because uh, I definitely count myself in like six times. I did. Well, Here's I cut my out conversation one of them. with Hughes Springs coach Chris Edwards here on Texas Football Today. Maybe. We've reached the oh, summer here in the Texas high school football offseason and have a great opportunity to talk with the head coach of the Hughes Springs Mustangs. Let's go out east and talk to Coach Chris Edwards. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great, man. How are things in beautiful Hughes Springs, Texas? Say that again? How are things in beautiful Hughes Springs, Texas? Well, I, I think we're like everybody else. We're kind of in the in the wait-and-see mode still, but we're, we're glad we're, we're on the come up, I think, and uh, we're excited to get our kids back June 8th, I can tell you that. Certainly. You know, I guess the, the, the most important question is, is, is how are you? How, how's your family? How sick is, is your, is your family of you being around the house? <laughs> well, we kind of, we were on spring break when all this came down, mm -hmm. you know, we didn't come back to school. Uh, so there was a lot of uncertainty like everywhere else. Um, 
I, you know, I usually do things, jump both feet in and dig in and say, here's what we're going to do no matter what and have a plan. So we had a plan that Monday when we were out of school, not knowing when we were coming back that, you know, we were going to get along. Uh, it was going to be a new world. Um, we weren't going to sleep in to 11 o'clock every day or 12 o'clock. We were going to be, be productive, uh, whether that's schoolwork, um, working out, being physical at home or doing something around the house to be, uh, to punch in. Um, so my family's been great. Now I can tell you, if you were to talk to my kids, I can honestly tell you they're tired of me. <laughs> I have three boys. Uh, so, um, but no, things are well. Okay. Life's good. Uh, dogs are good. Uh, everything, we've been fortunate and blessed in our family. Everything's good. Fantastic. That's good to hear. Well, you know, you mentioned kind of the, uh, the, 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 the set of circumstances that you guys install at home. Now, you guys are working on installing that at the at at the football field with the UIL coming out and saying that you know you can open up uh, strength and conditioning rules uh, or practice on on June eighth. Of course, that comes with a, a variety of guidelines. Um, you know, I'm I'm interested. Uh, you're in the trenches right now, trying to figure out how best to. Obviously, I know you, you you know your number one priority is making sure these kids are safe and healthy. Uh, how do you go about? What's the process been like of you guys? sifting through these regulations and figuring out the best way to do things? You know, that's, that's a tough question. I'll try to answer it as good as best as I can. We're not finalized yet uh, on what we're going to do, but basically we've determined that our weight room at 25% capacity, it can hold 22 people. Mm-hmm. So um, we can have 44 people per session, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That means 22 inside, 22 outside. Uh, and then we would lift weights for 45 minutes those guys be outside in conditioning form for 45 minutes uh, and then switch. And when they switch, we have to disinfect everything prior to the switch. Um, fortunately, our weight room is big enough that when we switch those guys, we, we would use a separate bench, squat, incline, power clean mat. So that helps, but we would still disinfect. Uh, we're going to basically screen every kid before he comes in to work out that morning, uh, set up a table, take their temperature. Uh, and then we have three sessions two in the morning and one in the afternoon, eight to 10, 10 to 12 and five to seven. And hopefully we can get all 120 kids that we have uh, in the workout. It's uh, the logistics of this. It's, you know, you, I know, I know there's a lot that goes into like a Friday night about, you know, the schedule of like, okay, we're going to, we're going to show up now and, and we're going to eat now and do this, but this has got to be something just completely different from <laughs> that you've ever experienced. This is definitely a bigger challenge than, than the schedule that is. You know, that, that's walking the park nowadays being here 13 years, but uh, this is a different challenge altogether and understand that it's an evolving process. You know, I mean, it, it could change this week to next week. Um, you know, we, we want to avoid, we want to keep kids safe as possible, but we want to max out and get as much out of them as we can possible. And I think the big thing is, you know, as much as protecting their, their safety now, it's also protecting their safety in the fall because football is obviously a demanding sport. And, you know, a kid walks in and not done anything since March 11th, uh, they're going to be in a bind in August. And that puts coaches in a bind and players in a bind. Absolutely. Uh, we're talking with uh, Chris Edwards, the head coach at Hughes Springs here on Texas Football. Today, get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. Coach, let's talk a little bit about your team. Last year, uh, an 8-3 and three year, uh, you know, 8-2, and two, you guys got run into a really good Gladewater team in the first round of, of the playoffs. Uh, this has been a, con- you know, uh, playoff appearances are nothing new for, for y'all. Uh, you guys, uh, that's been, you know, uh, how you guys have handled your business pretty much every single year. I'm I'm interested in in kind of when you take a look back at the twenty at the 2019 season. Uh, you know, after a five and six year, you guys improve, You guys win three more games than they did the year before. How would you you know how would you characterize what you guys were able to accomplish in 2019? Well, yeah, 
I think the big thing gets overlooked a lot of times. We talk about working out and strength and getting after it and, and having those stud athletes. But one of your biggest, in my experience over 22 years, has been chemistry. You know, and, and your team chemistry changes from year to year. It depends on the kids you have, who steps in to be a leader, you know, who steps up. Usually there's some kid that comes out of nowhere. And, and, and sadly, there's some kid you're really counting on that kind of disappoints. You know, and when you can determine those early – and fix those issues early, you know, deciding who your bell cow is and deciding who's not your bell cow, that helps. And I think, fortunately, we were able to do that early this year. But I want to say this, my senior class was outstanding as far as, you know, they had not been real successful at the junior high or JV level uh, when they were on their own. Uh, they were limited in numbers, which, excuse me, you know, there's lots of attrition uh, from time to time, and that depends on the class. But I would attribute it to the five and six to the, to the eight and three was – a lot of chemistry uh, between the kids. And, and, of course, knowing the system, those kids have been doing the same thing, and, and they got stronger and faster. And, and the buy-in, you know, we uh, – the district didn't change. It was definitely a tough district, that brutal 7-3-A. And the matchup with the other district, you know, that, that's, that's a good district also. Uh, and, you know, if you look back at the Gladewater, and, and you said it, a, good, a very good Gladewater team, I wish we would have played them in week four or five instead of week 11 cause, or 12 because they were struggling week four or five, and we weren't. You know, we were playing well, and then we had some injuries, and, and we had a kid that didn't get to play the first half. And, and at a small school, you know, that hurts you uh, in any big game. Uh, and we didn't play our best football, you know, if we're being honest. We didn't play very well that night, you know, together. Uh, and, and it's just an unfortunate time for all that to happen. Um, you know, you mentioned, you know, the, the buy-in and, and things like that. I'm, I'm always interested in talking with coaches who run your style of offense. You run a, a slot T there at, at, at Hughes Springs. And I'm, I'm always interested in talking with coaches like you because your offense is not what kids see on Sundays, right? It's not what they play on Madden. This is a, this is a three yards in a cloud of dust, and you know what? You're probably not going to get your name in the headlines type offense, right? It's no, a, it's a, I'm going to disagree with you 100%. Oh, okay. I'll let's, I, I want to hear you. All right. So, and this is a, it's a challenge. You're right. Yeah. It's not what they see on Saturday, not what they see on Sunday. But in high school football, unlike college, college gets to recruit. Mm -hmm. NFL gets to pick. Mm -hmm. High school, you get a hand, and that's what you got to play. And, if you, you know, I'm a kind of guy, I've put my feet down in this community. Uh, I want roots. I'm not striving for a, for a 6A job. You know, I, I'm committed to Hugh Springs. I love Hugh Springs. want to be here. So I want something to help us win year in and year out. And, you know, when this first came about, I started doing this 12 years ago with the, with the slot T. Um, it was a big learning curve, big learning process. Uh, but I was tired of getting my butt kicked by slot T teams. You know, <laughs> whether it's a defensive coordinator or a head coach, we'd run into a slot T team and get our tail kicked. Uh, and, you know, I, there's a method to their madness. But I tell the kids, too, you know, we may run what looks like power. We may run what looks like Buck Sweet. And you and, and other people uh, assume, you know, that that's an offense. It's three yards in a cloud of dust. We tell our kids every day, every time you touch football, is an opportunity to score. Run out the back of the end zone. Now, you may only get three yards, and that's great. But um, every time you touch the football, it's an opportunity to score. And there's times we want to be methodical. There's times we go fast. There's times that we go slow. But methodical is our A number one uh, goal is, is just to wear the team down. And you look up. And I can't, you know, simulate it, but, you know, the guy holding the first down marker keeps moving, keeps moving. And then, obviously, the, the old beat a dead horse, our best offense, our, our, our offense is also our best defense. Mm -hmm. uh, we want to control the ball, control the clock, control the tempo. Um, and we have kids that play both ways, but we're allowed to sub more on defense because of the style of offense we run. 
my biggest thing that I would say why we went to the slot team, why we run the slot T is there's years, obviously we have, you know, a, a better run of athletes, a better group of athletes than, than others. But that offense allows you to make an average team better, make a good team great, and make a great team really good. In 2012, we had that situation. Uh, we, you know, played in the regional finals against EF, and you know we had a heck of a game against uh, Centerville the week before. Just a, we got about four kids banged up, went in overtime, but that was kind of our year, and we're still trying to get back to, again to being kind of our year again, if that makes sense. Uh, I, I certainly understand that, and I love a well-run slot team. I'm, 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 I'm an aspiring member of the slot team mafia. I'm, Are you? I'm, I'm an aspiring member. I, I don't have a team to coach, but I do love, I do love watching the slot team. So you know the secret handshake and the secret password yeah, to get, you know, I can't get into the meetings though. So <laughs> uh, it's, it's Chris Edwards at Hughes Springs. Coach, I, I do want to ask you, you said that, uh, you know, you, you got guys who can take to the house. One of the guys on every play, one of those guys is, is Trayvon Kennedy. Uh, here's a guy who's 6'4", 230. Uh, looks, and, and, and with your permission, I'm going to read off of what you sent us on your questionnaire about Trayvon Kennedy. Uh, sure. You wrote, quote, Trayvon will make some team very happy. Uh, what can you tell us about this young man and, and what, what he does for your team? Well, I was talking about, you know, at the next level, college level, he'll make some team very happy. He, Trayvon's a gentle giant. He's not outspoken. Uh, you know, he comes to work every day. Uh, you, you wish you had, you know, two dozen just like him, uh, obviously physically and mentally. Um, but I'll tell you the most interesting stat I can give you, and, and I said it during our virtual sports banquet, which was new also, by the way. Uh, he rushed for about a mile's worth of, of yardage in 11 games. Um, he scored a couple dozen touchdowns, but I think on the year, he only had one negative carry. And yes. Yes, that's, that's phenomenal, you know, out of 100 and, 126, 116 carries, whatever he had, but one negative carry. And I think that was for like minus one yard, and he fell down. He tripped and fell down. He slipped and fell down. So. So, nobody, so what you're saying is nobody held him to a negative carry. He held right. himself to one. <laughs> That's a good way to put it, yes. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it's, it's really, it's really impre- uh, going to be fun to watch you guys, and, and especially fun to watch you guys. I want to ask you about uh, realignment. You guys are dropping down from 3A Division two, uh, 1, 3A Division 2. Um, UIL didn't do you any favors with the district, though. Uh, you're in there with Wascom and Elysian Fields and, and, and Harleton, who's a really, I think, a, a, you know, dangerous 2A promotion. Uh, New Diana's had great years as well. Um, when you take a look at, at how things shook out uh, in realignment, from your perspective, what do you see? Well, we're not unhappy. <laughs> that, that's the first thing. Uh, I realize, and we play Wascom just about every year, uh, you know, and, and it's a, it's a dogfight every year. Um, Legion Fields, we used to play them. We haven't played them in a while. Uh, but I don't mind trading those guys. And Harlton, they're on the come up, obviously. Um, and, and they're kind of a slot T, wing T team, too. Um, they're playing well. But the size difference of, you know, we were the, we were the, like the third smallest school in 3A Division One, And now we're probably like, you know, in, in the top 20 as far as in 3A Division Two numbers-wise. Uh, it helps us at the sub-varsity levels. You know, at the, at the high school level, it, it's variable. But, for example, Atlanta, you know, on their JV, um, they've got 50 kids, and, you know, we're trotting out there 26. Uh, it's difficult. Even varsity-wise, you know, they, they, they've got 36 kids over there on varsity, and we have 27, which you think nine kids is not a big difference, but then again it is at that level. Uh, and, by the way, we beat Atlanta this year. Just throw that in there. <laughs> so, we're excited. You know, and it, it's going to be what it's going to be. Um, 
to us. We're going to line up and play, whether it's the, the Dallas Cowboys or the, or the Washington Wildcats, either one. We're going to line up and play and, and do our best and worry about what we do. That, that's what we preach and teach every week. Uh, we're about how well we can play, not how well or how good or how bad the other team is playing. How well can we do it? He's Chris Edwards. He's the head coach of the Hughes Springs Mustangs. Coach, really appreciate your time. Uh, congratulations again on a fantastic uh, 2019 year. Uh, best of luck going forward and figuring out uh, how, to, how to get these kids out there. And, and, and please be safe, and we'll be talking down the road. Yes, sir. Thank you. There he is, Chris Edwards, the head coach of the Hughes Springs Mustangs, joined us a little bit earlier. I do want to mention this. This is not the last you're going to hear from Chris Edwards because there's a story that we're going to write for the site uh, as managing editor, I am now dictating it, and I'm going to order it on people. So I'm, I'm going to make somebody write it. Mm-hmm. Pickle might be you. We'll see. Okay. Anyway, how about this? So um, he is going to coach his senior son, who's mm-hmm. projected to be their starting tight end. Pretty cool. He's going to coach his senior nephew, who's projected to be their starting quarterback and linebacker. He's going to be... Um, uh, uh, coaching his middle son, who's projected to be a linebacker or a running back, and his youngest son is going to be the water boy. How cool is that? That would be a That's cool story. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Every Friday night, he is going to be, and and I mean all the practices too. Yeah. He's going to be. He's he's surrounded by his uh, his family, which is super duper cool. So That's we want to make. Awesome. I, I, I wanted to save that, and we're going to write a story about it on TexasFootball.com. Maybe after I get done with this magazine, I can actually write something instead of just reading what other people wrote. Because, oh, my gosh, I'm so tired of reading. Uh, a little yep. bit to go, though. <laughs> All right. And now we got Ashley Pickle from America's second favorite segment, The Final Thoughts. Uh, two things. One, uh, I forgot about this until my mom commented earlier in the pre-show. We talked about how much you like uh, local newspapers and stuff. Sure do. There it is. Um, there's the local newspaper in Marble Falls, Texas. Kind of, you can get it all in that area. They, uh, if you take the paper with you on a vacation and take a picture with it, they'll put your picture in the paper. Yes. So my mom would make us do it every single year, and we were always like, we don't want to take the picture, but so we would end up in there. But one time. We went on a 3,000-mile family road trip and visited four or five different amusement parks all across the U.S., and so they kept seeing our pictures, and so one of the writers, we ended up on the front page, and they wrote an entire story about our family vacation because we traveled the U.S. going to different Six Flags and stuff, so there's a real piece of uh, small-town newspaper for you. Oh boy, that is so Front good. Front page. <laughs> that is excellent. That's what it I'm was here for. Awesome. Because you know what? Here's the thing. The thing is, you got to fill a newspaper every week, mm-hmm. whether things happen or not. Yep. And That's so that was love. great. Oh. Oh. Um, so, so that good. was the first thing. The second thing is a 34 second video that I think everyone needs to see. Because this is what happens when we take off four days from the show. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. And this is the... Oh, I did the wrong way. I point the wrong way. I'm leaving that Dang in there. It. No, you're not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to curse so you have to cut it. Uh, all right. Ready? Yes. All right. Oh, so I point this way? Yeah, I guess so. All right. I'm Greg Tepper. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, stop. Hold on. I'm going to count myself. In. Okay. in three, two. I'm... There you go. I had to put you that's on how, blast. That's how the sausage is made, folks. <laughs> I thought that was so well, it's funny. Weird because the thing is, I thought what I was thinking is like, oh, like for some, I don't know. It, it, it's a weird camera you've, thing of like. You've always been bad at pointing. And I feel like since we're not in the same room, now you're especially bad at pointing. It's the opposite way of like normal. So like I'm, you know. It's like looking in a mirror. I'm pointing to my left here. Right? Even though yeah. he would be on my left. You You're know still what I mean? doing like it wrong. Because yeah. I, I understand what I'm... I know I'm supposed to go this way now. But, like, the thing is, it's like a... It's a mind screw-up because you're, you're overthinking it. Because mm -hmm. what I'm seeing on the screen is different from what I'm seeing, you know, from the camera. And it's just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's like looking in a mirror. Like, I think about that when you go to, like, straighten your hair. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you'll, like, it's miss the other way. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I run into that a lot when I straighten my hair. I figured you did. It's a it's a common problem yeah. for someone with hair like yours. All right, <laughs> that's it. That's gonna do it for us. <clears throat> I'm gonna keep making fixes on these college pages. It's gonna do it for us. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebookcom Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagramcom Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks to Chris Edwards from Hugh Springs for being our guest, and thanks to Greg Powers from Next Level Athlete. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Hold, please. Oh, Ugh, goodness gracious. Vince Young, please need your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.